Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hi. Hi. Happy Sunday afternoon. And to you and yours. Ah, uh, yes. Well, we're recording on a, a beautiful Sunday in Vancouver, British Columbia, soon to be hopefully renamed something besides British Columbia, which would be great. Ooh. And then they can rename Vancouver, too. I mean, let's just knock these terrible names out, uh, put them in a toilet. Um, <laughs> We're recording on a Sunday afternoon because we have a really special guest with us uh, whose schedule is quite packed uh, with just being a wonderful person on top of all the other things that she does. Um, returning guest, incredible friend, writer, actor, comedic performer, comedian, director, <laughs> kind human in the world. It's Morgan Brayton. Oh, hi, buddies. Hi, welcome. Happy Sunday. I feel like you laid it on too thick. I didn't believe any of that. I think what are you actually, talking about? actually, we missed out patron saint of animals. I kind of, yeah, that was better than what I was kind of getting at. No, it was great. That was, that was the most loveliest introduction. Thank you. Morgan, you know, Jessica and I are obsessed with animals. And yeah. so you are a patron saint of animals. In your time as a foster home, how many kittens and cats do you think you've been part of the kind of rescue process for? At the last count, <laughs> we had had 100, I think it was 134 cats and kittens have gone through our house as fosters. Holy shit. That is yeah, beautiful. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. And you and your partner named a litter of kittens after podcast hosts that you liked, including myself, we did. Jessica, Dave, and Graham from Stop Podcasting Yourself. And it brings me no end of joy to know that Dave... <laughs> Never made it out of the house. Yeah. He, he's at a foster fail. Dave, Dave, Dave yeah. Shimka the cat, foster fail. Exactly. Dave and Jessica actually are still, yeah. they, they oh. ended up being adopted by us. J, uh, JD? Jessica? Yeah. So uh, he went through a bunch of names because he was named Jessica. And then we realized he was a boy. That's and why I didn't know Jessica was still in the house. I know. Because, I love we, a boy named Jessica. It, that's like... Well, nice. We stuck with it for the longest time because we're like, yeah, whatever. Uh, you know, uh, fashion has no gender. Yeah. Uh, but then it, we, it just kind of evolved. You know how pets end up with like a lot of different names over time. Yeah. So, yeah, he was like Jessica. Then he was JD. Uh, then he was Jadles. Then uh, I think there was something else in between. But then when we decided to adopt them, um, Michelle was suggesting... Michelle's my wife. She wanted, she was like, what about if we name him Jack? And I said, that's boring. And she wanted to name him Dracula. And I said, oh, also boring. What? No, that's my favorite Team name Dracula. for a cat. But then there was a compromise reached and his name is Jackula. Oh. Which I think is a good name. I so, agree. Yeah. name. So Jackula, yeah, he's Jackula, and Dave is still Dave. Dave is yeah. always Dave. Dave's never gonna not gonna be Dave the Loaf, uh, or my brave Dave, as I call mm. him, ironically, because he's real, real afraid of everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Jack and Dave were sort of the podcast kittens. The four of them were feral when we got them, and so uh, they had to be tamed, and uh, they were the hardest cats to tame that we have ever had. And so the two tabbies, Lee 
Rishi and Biscuit, uh, a.k.a. Graham Clark, uh, a.k.a. Mr. Clark, named after Graham Clark. Um, they went to another foster who did some more work with them and then they were adopted. So that's a great news story for them. Um, I've been trying to get an update because I miss them so much, but I haven't, I haven't been able to do that yet. And then Dave and uh, Jacula, we were like, yeah, I don't think they're ever going anywhere. So we're just going <laughs> to officially adopt these two punks. And so, yeah, they're part of our, uh, our permanent our permanent menagerie now. Permanent. And how many pets do you have? Well, if our landlord asks, four cats and a dog. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we have um, we have one dog and seven cats. Wow. Oh, yeah, but I mean, like, you never see... This is why I didn't know that Jessica was still around, is because I've never seen them yeah. all in the same photo. No, and even people who, like, are cat sitters won't see all of them at all times. Because Dave yeah. mostly doesn't let other people except us see him. I, yeah, this this cat is, like, the best. Yeah, um, he's, he's so handsome. Special guy. I just liked how he kind of, the parallel personalities between he and real-life Dave. We didn't choose it, but they all really... <laughs> They really were took their namesake seriously. Yeah, I love I it. I love it. I love so it. So funny. What an honor. That's funny that one of the name choices or the name suggestions for original Jessica was Dracula because that's Jay has always wanted to name a cat Dracula. That's really like, yeah on on his bucket list. I didn't know that, but that probably is a good thing that we didn't then because some that, that happened to us uh, with another pet. And then someone, a good friend was like, oh, that was my name. I was going to name oh, a dog no. if I ever got one. And she was sad. So Was it Bunbury? No, it was <laughs> it's Clem Fandango, our new puppy. The best mm -hmm. name ever, but we got to save it for Papa. Well, we'll save yeah. that. Exactly. Okay. Should we start with a round of retail nightmares, dreams, or experiences? I have a kind of longer retail experience slash dream. So I just want to, you guys brace yourselves or I can start if whatever you want. I'm braced. I'm in the yeah. brace position. Did you want to yeah. go first, Morgan? We usually no, let the I'm, guests go first, but no, I'm mind. dying to hear yours now. Okay. So everybody who knows me knows that I'm obsessed with, I'll get obsessed with something like whether it's a pair of shoes that I really want or. It's usually just a pair of shoes. Um, but <laughs> in March, I bought myself an armchair. It took me over a year of researching armchairs to choose this armchair. And also, like, kind of be able to afford, like, furniture. Furniture is expensive. I had checked on Craigslist. No one had one. And I chose this kind of IKEA chair. It's called the Farlov. It's a very oversized armchair. And it's cozy. Like, a whole person could curl up in it which is great. Or if a person like wants a big chair, it's a perfect size. Like it's just no compromises and a great Ikea price because of course you have to put it together yourself uh, at midnight one night and almost <laughs> slice your hands off on a weird bolt. But the, um, I was really happy with it. And I was like, I'm going to get a second one. I'm lucky. I have a big old apartment the next time. Like maybe I'll get one for my birthday. And a week before my birthday, I noticed on the Ikea website that they're discontinuing the fucking chair. After uh -oh. years of making it, they're probably like, hey, that's done. We're going to discontinue this line. We've been making it for a decade or however long. Chairs are over now. Yeah, no one needs chairs anymore. And <laughs> I couldn't order it. I couldn't order it. I had ordered it for delivery, which the IKEA delivery, as I've already, uh, IKEA delivery is my pupo. It's so <laughs> great for people like me that don't drive and don't like to bug their friends to take them to IKEA. So I chat online with the IKEA salesperson and the only places that there's chairs still available in Canada are Winnipeg and 
the back. Whoa. Like, so, and they don't ship from there. Like, there's no way you can buy one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a great, like, customer experience, again, with the, with the staff that's working from home for Ikea right now. And I asked at one point when she's like, there's absolutely no chairs coming in. It's officially discontinued. Uh, I said, like, do you think I could borrow, buy a floor model? And she wrote back, uh, her name was Renee. I'll always remember. Um, she's like, you might be able to buy a floor model. So I started to get pretty anxious about this because I had no backup plan. Every other company lets like affordable, like article and armchair is like a thousand dollars. And I'm not do I can't and I'm not. Yeah. Um, and like West Elm. Or should do. Yeah. No. And also just a shout out to Vancouver Craigslist has to be one of the worst Craigslists in the world. Like mm-hmm. people will buy something from Ikea and then mark it up. <laughs> put it on yeah. there. Like, uh, it's so it's such a bizarre world. Uh, of uh, secondhand things in the city. So on Wednesday, my birthday, I'm starting to get like kind of anxious about the chair situation. So I Google how to take the bus to Ikea. And then I thought, oh, like maybe I'll see if my friend Patricia, who's a papo, wants to go to Ikea because we go like a couple of times a year together. And I messaged her. I was like, any chance you want to go to Ikea today? And she's like, yeah, it's on my (laughs) list to do. Let's do it. So I bust over to her house and her 12-year-old daughter, Olivia, who's really cool, joined us, which I think she really regretted by the end of the story. (laughs) And like, we're off to such a great start. I stop and get um, the Canadian version of a a Slurpee called a Frosty at the, uh, or a Froster at the Circle K on commercial and bring treats for the car ride. And we get there and I'm like thinking, maybe I'll get the chair. Maybe I won't. Like, it's a lot of money. I have other things that I need for my apartment. But if it's there, maybe I'll check the back and see if they have an extra one. Like sometimes, you know, they're never 100% accurate. And I ask, I see the chair and they have it in the the right chair, but the wrong color. They have it in this like dark, plush, gray velvet. And there's this family circling it. And I'm just, I start to fucking circle it. Uh, but I am know how customer service works, Right. I do it all fucking day long. So I go up to this wonderful person. Her name was Gloria. And I ask her about the chair and she looks into the system and she's like, there's nothing left. There's just covers left. She's like, so you could come back in a month or so and we could sell you the floor model. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to come back every other once in a while to see if the chair is here. (laughs) To visit. To visit. I'm just going to let it go. And then I asked her, I was like, is there any chance you can sell the floor model? And she said, no, there's usually a note in the system says like when it's fully discontinued, when we know for sure nothing's coming in. And I'm just remembering my conversation with Renee. I'm like, this chair is not coming back. I know this. I have done, I've done the legwork. I know this chair is not coming back, but I don't want to push it because this woman is exhausted. She's worked through a pandemic. Although Ikea is one of the only stores I know of that did close, that didn't have to close. Uh, for a while, which to them, I mean, that was great of them. So she's like, uh, you'll just have to come back. We don't really have a system. They don't have phones. You can't call Ikea locations and ask for things, understandably. And then just then she saw out of the corner of her eye, this tiny scrap of paper that said, you can sell the far love chair. <gasps> so I'm like, okay. And it was on sale. It was on sale. It was like $120 off already. Wow. And so I sat in that with my friend Patricia and we looked at it and I kind of thinking, like, I don't have another chair to compare it to, but I've never really used mine. So I'm like, I feel like it's a bit softer, but the cover was perfect. Like nothing was weird about it. And I went back to Gloria and I said, is this the final price? As politely as possible. Cause I'm still like, you know, this chair has been sat on by a lot of asses. 
Um, yeah. And like two more after Patricia and I sat on it. And <laughs> she's like, oh, she started laughing. She's like, oh, God, no. She's like, this is what you have to do. She's like, you have to go downstairs and get a trolley, like one of the flat trolleys. And then put it on the trolley, then take it to the Aziz section, and then the guys. And it's like the Wild West in the Aziz section. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they're going to give you a price. So I don't know what I'm buying here yet, but I go all the way. I did 17,000 steps that day. And I think probably 7,000 to 10,000 more in Ikea, like just getting back and forth with the chair. Yeah. And as I was coming up through the elevator and then getting through all of the different showcases to get to this chair, the family came back. <gasps> And they made eye contact with me and I made eye contact with them and they sped up towards the chair and I was like pushing the cart a bit faster. Like <laughs> like one of those Olympic speed walkers. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, shit, like, but then I think that Gloria had said that I was coming back for it. And if I didn't come back, they could have it. So they dispersed quite quickly when mm. they, they saw me. <laughs> they scattered. They scattered and... Patricia and her daughter had, were looking at other things, and I was really feeling self like a burden at this point, which is something I love to feel, um, <laughs> because they're like there to like wander around and look at everything in IKEA, and I'm just obsessed over this chair. Um, and then Gloria helped me put the chair on the fucking trolley, which was so sweet. Like I didn't know, I don't know what they're allowed to do and what they're not allowed to do in terms of lifting. And then my friends and I went down to the Aziz section. And we have to wait for someone to give us a price. And they came back and the chair was like $250 off the regular price, which was great. Nice. And then the second problem is they don't deliver it. Like you got to get it home on your own. And it's a massive chair. So we had to then after I bought it and I bought a second cover so my other chair could match it. Mm. And it was all on sale, which is my favorite. I love deals. Then we had to take apart the chair ourselves at like 9 p.m., dripping sweat at like 30 degrees in Ikea. (laughs) Oh, no. And then fit it into her car. Her daughter was just so over it. She's 12. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And she's like eating her frozen yogurt, and she's just like sitting on a cushion. And she's like, I hate both of you so much. (laughs) she, She perked back up. Um, so yeah, I just had this great cast, like I had great customer service and like for anybody who ever wondered why they get bad service, it's because you treat staff badly. Mm -hmm. Um, all you have to do is like be super nice and be patient and be grateful. And you can have even at Ikea buying a secondhand like floor model chair, a great experience. And I got it home and I love it. And it's the only thing is like the legs are a little bit banged up, but the chair is perfect. So I'm really happy. I am so thrilled. I was like, is she not going to get that chair at the end of this story? But you did. That's so satisfying. They're there behind you. Yeah. I know. I was going to ask, but then I was like, we're on. It's a podcast. They can't see it, but they're the ones behind you. They're beautiful. Thank you. Okay. I have two two questions. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. First of all, did you write the note on the scrap of paper that <laughs> yeah. said you can sell the flum jam chair? That no. was from her guardian angel who just dropped it. From it was under heaven. a piece of of like glass too, like and oh, just wow. like under a little, piece of glass. Yeah, like you know how. Like, oh yeah, how yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I, just I thought you meant so it was in lucky. like a, a light box, like someone had framed it. <laughs> there was like a, oh, yeah, a heavenly chorus singing. Okay, yeah. my second question is, uh, I 100% agree with you. First of all, statement, then question. I 100% agree with you on why people get bad service because I agree with you 100%. And I want to know if you are like me, if you get someone who is 
cranky or rude or not a good server, do you do what I do? Which is, so Michelle and I were at a restaurant, you know, in the before times and our server was just a bitch. Like she was not pleasant. She was, did not want, she did not like her job. She did not like us. She didn't like being a server. And Michelle was like, I said, don't worry. I'll win her over. I'm going to turn that frown upside down. (laughs) Yeah. And she was like, nah, no, not even you. And I was like, hold my beer. Uh, And by the end, she was totally, uh, you know, like our best friend. She was sitting on your lap. I take it as a personal challenge because I know what that is. I'm like, if you are at that place, I mean, unless there's something drastically wrong with you, if you're a server or you work in retail or something like that, and you are at the point where you're being awful to customers, you are pushed so far past any point that you should be because, you know, generally... There isn't a reason to act like that. But if you are acting like that, it's because you're in a real bad place in your job. And so Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be like mean to you. I want to try and make it better. You're like, that is the foster in you. That's like, that's the foster. Like, you're like, I I can change this for the the positive. And it's so, it's lovely. Also a lot of waitressing experience. Yeah. yeah. You've been on all sides. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely want to like cheer. I want to cheer people up. Number yeah. one, like I love Definitely. making people's day, people's day brighter. Yeah. Um, number two, absolutely looking for the bare minimum in a, to have a good experience. But yeah, like I think people in the case of Ikea, they are not, I'm going to guess, not necessarily engaged within the level that I would think that they deserve because mm-hmm. every single person there that I interacted with just lit up. Uh, every single yeah. conversation was just like, I think they were excited to be part of this deal happening <laughs> and they just also like I always ask people now like how is how's your day going and yeah. you know just that question I think is a great like, just, if their answer is like good or bad it's that's the answer I'm looking for at you least know? someone's asking yeah exactly just acknowledging like I've I filled in uh for Lauren Martin who uh teaches sketch comedy writing at Vancouver Film School which I used to teach uh but I haven't been there for like 13 years and she had a baby and so I uh taught the last term of her parental leave so that she could stay on parental leave and I remember like the very first day because we've got students from all over the world and they're like not in Vancouver. And so different time zones. I had one student, it was, you know, we were wrapping up class at like seven in the morning, her time, you know, like just exhausting. And so I remember saying like the first class, just kind of, you know, getting to know everybody, et cetera. And then I said, I think I just want to take a second to acknowledge how hard this is. Like, this is a hard program anyhow, Mm -hmm. let alone online, let alone different time zones. You've never met each other. You've never met any of your instructors. So like, this is really hard and exhausting and I honestly thought some of them were going to cry like and I just watched on the zoom all their shoulders kind (laughs) of go down you know and I think it's really important uh during these very challenging times that we all just kind of because I forget too right it's become the the term new normal has been thrown around a lot but it is very we have become used to this strange way of living in some ways and so I think it's really important just to kind of stop sometimes and go oh this is not what our normal is at all. This is hard. Mm-hmm. We're all stressed out. We're all confused. We don't know what day it is. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> yes. 
yeah, all the time. And because I go, well, why am I not handling this thing that's going on in my life that's really not that big of a deal? And it's like, oh, because I'm already fucking exhausted from handling life full stop. <laughs> you know, we're all 100%. real tired. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Someone I really admire at work had said, like, on top of just work stress, like the level of burnout that they're experiencing. And it helped me kind of identify why I'm having two hour naps before work and going to Mm. sleep at 630 p.m. several nights a week. Whoa. Uh, Like I am. I mean, that I probably have extreme anemia, but um, I'm ignoring that until Monday when I pick up my supplements. Um, I think like, yeah, it's really important I have felt that it has been very helpful since speaking with my coworker, future guest. Um, yeah, I'm toast. We're toast. Yeah. It's just been this like holding pattern for so long. And uh, yeah, it's really important to have compassion and empathy. Yeah. Uh, it's just the holding pattern until it isn't. And then whatever's at the end of this, who the fuck knows? Just a goblin. It swallows the whole. <laughs> Oh, we'd be like, ah, oh, nuts. Anyways, I think that's great, Morgan. And thanks you to, to both of you and to the listener for listening to my epic IKEA story. I will be writing a letter of gratitude to IKEA, uh, not <laughs> nice. only for Gloria, but for all of the people, including the person in customer service that went digging for specific tools for a chair they no longer sell. Amazing. Yeah. So just I lovely love people. Yeah. Yeah, I was really happy and I was so excited. I didn't fall asleep until 12.30 p.m. <laughs> I was so happy with my deal. And it was my, bo- it was my birthday. No, oh. I did not have the energy to put it together. Like, I was oh. so tired. Yeah. Just lying in your bed looking at the box. <laughs> oh, there was no it. box. It just was loose. just a stack of foam. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. <laughs> velvet. That's yeah. such a success story. That makes me very happy. Congratulations on your new family member. As yeah. you, um, you probably already know Morgan, but if you're ever looking for something specific or you want to find something on sale, I just, it gives me so much joy to do that. So please let me know. Amazing. Help. Okay. I'll send you a list of things I need. Uh, <laughs> and also uh, in exchange, just call me if you need a ride somewhere. Yeah, I mean, same. I like <laughs> to drive people. Like, me I too. like to go to Ikea, but also when it's Ikea, like who never, everybody wants to go to Ikea. There's always something So if you, you have a car and there's an excuse to go to Ikea, You'll always take it. And they now have vegetarian meatballs in the cafeteria. Mm -hmm. They have, yeah, for a while. And like just the snack area, like there's always like an interesting jam or a bag of chips. Like the last time Jay and I went, we went as soon as it was two weeks past our (laughs) our second (laughs) vaccination. We were like, well, should we do this? Uh, And we... We didn't like invite anyone else because it was just like a super last minute thing. We had to go there and they close at nine and uh, we were there like checking out right before nine. And I was like, well, I just want to get some snacks for the drive home because it was late and I don't think we'd had dinner. Uh, And I've got this bag of chips that was like mushroom flavored potato chips. Delicious. I'm sorry to be bringing potato business into this, but wow, what a dream. Do not apologize ever about <laughs> bringing potato business when I'm around. Bring the potato business. Bring it. Is that, really, that's what that movie was about, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's already been brought in. Uh, I know. I know. It's a whole thing for you guys, but uh, I will never object to potatoes. It's really more, it's less business, more pleasure. Uh, yeah. But, mm. and the bags are just teeny tiny little bags, but it's like the perfect amount of potato for me. Like not too much. Perfect for the drive home. Uh, and then I, I saw my friend and former guest, uh, Mike Macri from episode six, 
um, on this week. And he, he was also like, I also went to Ikea exactly two weeks after my second vaccination. <laughs> like, it's funny that that is like the weird thing. It's sort of like a necessity, but also a celebration at the same time. Yeah. yeah. But you also know you can probably distance from people. So it's, you know, relatively safe. Still. You'd, you'd hope you'd hope. Yeah. You could. Yeah. It got but a I bit, forget. a bit crowded near the end as people started getting more desperate and, Truth. Screaming children and people without masks. and That is the way of Ikea, is the yeah. screaming children and the desperation. Yeah. And you like, someone's coming towards you and you're in a narrow thing, so you duck away to get out of their way, but then they come just directly towards <laughs> you and you're like, this is not okay. There's so many different routes you can take, but hello. You dive, in, dive into one of those boxes of pillows. Yeah, or like sheepskin. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing to do. Yeah, that's me. That's me and I idea. like it. Um, Morgan, do you have a retail nightmare experience or dream you'd like to share with the? I have so many. I, I took a bunch of I took a bunch of notes, uh, and then uh, but now I can't decide what we to can tell just you about, come but, back. Yeah, we're well, no, always just, open I'll invitation. Just, exact. Okay. Good. 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 Yeah, I'll just save them. Um, I I will tell you uh, one quick one, which is that the wife and I recently went to get new bras, which oh. is always a delightful experience. Yeah, of course, because you have like an average size, easy mm -hmm. to find, tiny cup. Exactly, exactly. I just, you know what? I just pop into anywhere and just pick something up. I don't even try it on. <laughs> you just order it online. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just, and it you know, always fit. I just need a little something to cover. No big deal. Yeah, that's not my reality. No, I am a larger uh, chested lady. And as you know, bras will be like, oh, my God, so cute. Little pink bow in like an, you know, an A and a B and a C. Then you get up into my sizes and the bows are replaced with like buckles yeah. and <laughs> You know, the, the the nice little cute little dainty straps are replaced by like three inch wide straps. Industrial straps. Everything's like, yeah, it harness. only comes in gunmetal gray. Yeah. Like it's, the something that's not practical. Like that's one thing no. I've noticed is like, you wanted a beige bra, but we're going to give you bronze. And I'm like, I just will take on the tits. That's fine. It will show exactly. through all of my shirts. It turns into when you see um, Mrs. Doubtfire yes. without her, her when she's I changing. I was going to call these Doubtfire sizes. Yeah. But it's all Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh my and God, it's like, so this is not what people dream about in no, undergarments. I was going to say, I look more like Divine in like oh. that. But yes, also Mrs. Doubtfire is, uh, <laughs> is another good reference. So we drove out to uh, the Outer Limits. Um, I, don't mean, I don't mean past uh, Main Street. I mean like past Boundary. Uh, past, uh, like out into, uh, I don't know what happens out there. Langley, Abbotsford, one of those places. Um, to this fancy bra shop that is like the bay used to be. Do you remember them when the bay used to be the place to go yeah. for a bra? They measured you and they there were very... Yeah. Actually, people in the lingerie department. Yes. <laughs> that and they you were could women find. who had been... Like, you went there for your to get your first bra. Yeah. And you were always nervous, but they were like, yeah, take your shirt off. Let me manhandle your breasts and measure but you. got a tape measure around their neck. Yeah. yeah. And they just could tell you what's... Like, they first they'd look at you and say, I think you're this. And yeah. then they'd measure you and they'd always be right. Like, yeah. they're so impressive. So, you know, the Bay is not like that anymore. No. The Bay's customer service, I'm sorry to say, has sadly sadly fallen to and wasteland 
yeah, it used to be the great place for any of that kind of thing, but no longer. Anyway, so we go out to the Burbs. Is that even the Burbs? I don't even know. It's so far away yeah. from me. I'm such a city slicker. Uh, so we go out there to this fancy, you have to make an appointment and everything, and they measure you and they do the whole thing. They were fantastic. They make an appointment, so there's only so many people in the store, very safe, but also the same kind of thing. You know, manhandling you, measuring you, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my wife Michelle was in a dressing room trying on the bras that they'd chosen for her across on the other side. But they knew because we were talking to each other and we'd come in together and we'd have made an appointment together and we had the same last name that we were there together. So the woman who was helping us was kind of running back and forth between the two of us. And then at one point she said to me, I said, yeah, this one isn't quite, but I think, you know, such and such. She said, oh, yes, your daughter's trying on one of these. What? I'll have you one. Jeez. I was worried it was going to go sister, not daughter. I was like, worst case scenario, already there. Right. But we, but we could, like, we did not anticipate that. Like, we get, you know, we'll get like your friend or whatever, or even, yeah, your sister. But, Let's just back up for a second, because if you, you two know my wife, yes, uh, I mean she's youthful, and I have gray hair, sure. So there's that in terms of the age difference, but no, like I'm one year older than her. her I was going to say you're like the same age. What? Also, my daughter. I mean, my who is she? My wife. My wife is <laughs> not my daughter. To clarify, mm-hmm. my daughter looks. <laughs> like she gets surred all the time, right? Yeah. So the idea that I mean, I guess we we're trying on bras, so their first thing might not be like your husband or your son. If they'd said your son, I would have been like, oh, that's actually my wife. But my daughter, <laughs> I was so taken aback by. <laughs> so I was very surprised, and I was like, what? And couldn't quite put it together. <laughs> like it's like how my wife's family still calls her Shelly. Her name's Michelle, and they call her Shelly. And I, I and every single time Who? we've been together for sixteen years, and I go. Who are they talking about? Who's it takes me a minute to remember. And then her mom goes, I can't call you Michelle. And she, Michelle's like, you Aww. named me Michelle. It's <laughs> Anyhow. Shelly. Uh, so, yeah, I'm like, oh, I finally figured it out. I'm like, that's actually my wife. And the poor <laughs> woman was so mortified because how do you come back from that? So, yeah. anyways. That's a quick little, uh, quick little thing that happened. But I have to tell you, uh, it's a long ago story that I remembered. <laughs> um, I was working in an office that had to periodically do uh, night work. So working overnight in an oh. office, mm. which already is like, you know, ripe for uh, issues Mischief. and hilarious, ridiculous stories. But I had this boss, like my boss's boss's boss, right? So, you know, whenever she was around, you had, you were, you gotta mind your P's and Q's, right? So I did not expect for her to come by this one night and she did. So it was like midnight and she shows up and she's like, oh, I'm just picking up the such and such. I was like, cool, nervous. And then she's like, oh, you know what? I'm, I was going to take it home and do it, but I'll just stay here. I'm like, oh, good, good. That'd be sure. That'd be great. Oh, you can <laughs> just sit in the available desk beside me. Okay, good, good. Um, so I'm already nervous, right? And then she says, I got to get home to watch my show, though. And I think, oh, boy, I sure love to talk about TV. But I <laughs> sure don't want to go down this road. But I said, oh, what's the what's your show? Against my better judgment. 
Oh, no. So she's like, oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. It, it's like, I don't even know if it's so bad. It's good. It's just bad. And it, it's just, it's so, it's kind of scandalous. And so she starts telling me about this show with a love triangle. And I'm like, oh, I haven't seen that one. She tells me what the title is. I said, no, I haven't seen that one. I've seen it advertised on Netflix, but I haven't seen it. And uh, so she proceeds to tell me over like, 15 20 minutes the entire plot of the entire series <laughs> and every single scene that's a little bit racy oh now, whoa i'm gonna be honest with you i don't really care about straight people having sex on tv to begin with <laughs> yeah <laughs> just, there's like, enough you know, of it out there already absolutely. yeah i'm just like yeah okay whatever it's just not that tale is all those time exactly <laughs> so i'm not like oh this sounds intriguing i'm like Mm, gross you're gonna tell me aren't you and she did so she's telling me about you know so the husband finds out about the ex-boyfriend and then there's this love triangle but he's oh, gonna I watch oh. this show <laughs> I, know. I was trying not to identify it so then he's oh you're gonna just love this then okay so then he says to her uh you know he's trying to be all as manly as the as the ex-boyfriend to prove how sexy he is so they're having there's this sex scene she's telling me about and i'm just sitting there and i'm like okay it's fucking 12 30 at night i'm working a graveyard shift with my boss's boss i can't go anywhere what am i gonna do so she's telling me and she tells me about this one scene where they're getting it on and she goes i'm not lying she says and he's just pounding her <laughs> <laughs> and she makes the fist pounding into the hand and gesture and wow. I'm like, oh. <laughs> she's telling me about this and then she's like oh and then there's a scene where they're in the elevator and he's basically jacking her off and i'm like what, what is happening what do i do <laughs> oh that you need to like file a complaint <laughs> well this is the thing right is that any other circumstance it would be so out of line. And I really can't believe that people don't in this day and age. Now, as I said, this is a while ago, but still anybody who doesn't know that that's not an appropriate thing to do. And I think yeah. she just thought like, I'm a lady. You're a lady. Let's yeah. talk. Let's have some girl talk. But this no, is what we love. <laughs> so then she says, and my friends all said, have you made it to the shower scene? Have you made it to the shower scene? And I just thought, oh, no, I do not want to know about the shower scene. And I said, oh, that sounds, you know, just trying to shut it down. And she's like, well, just a second and pulls it up on Netflix um, on her computer. What? What? And plays it. <laughs> so if you know the series that I'm talking about, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but also I do. You There's feel free. I don't think I can watch it. prosthetic schlong that appears. Oh, do you think it was fake? Yeah. I was hoping it was real. Um, Alicia, keep going. That's no, I don't want for your sake. I don't want that you to imagine that being real. So we see this and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> a prudish person by mm -hmm. any stretch of the imagination but i'm also just like oh this is not work appropriate and i don't need to see a big fake schlong yeah. so uh the guy turns around with this giant dicko and uh she says i mean i've been with some big guys before jesus <laughs> christ i'm just like what what is happening so and how many conversations had you had with this boss before not of this ilk yeah. at all. Yeah. 
Wow, this is Office Hours After Dark. I know. Office Hours After Dark. It's my new, I'm pitching to CBC. Your late night show. Late night show, yeah. I'd watch it. Yeah. I feel like I'm regretting telling this story now. Like, I feel like I should have told a different story. No, it's, um, it's so it's funny. It's a perfect nightmare. Okay. Don't. All right, all right, all right. I regret that it happened. And so how did it end? Did she just pack up and go home after, like, subjecting Eventually. you to this weird situation? Yeah, eventually, yes. Uh, and then I was just like, what time is it? Can I call my coworkers and tell them what just happened? No, it's too late. <laughs> Damn. So they had to wait until the next day. And there were, yeah, many a jaw dropped. You should have just been like, sorry, I've got to go back home to the convent where I live because I'm a nun. <laughs> and I have to, I have to say many Hail Marys to confess. Well, I, I certainly did after that. Yeah. No, it's like I said, it, she couldn't have shared that with a better person because, yes, 100 percent is a case waiting to happen. Uh, and I will just use it for comedy purposes. So, yeah, lucky so her. Weird. So, yeah. But even if she had been right in assuming that the person she was talking to was also straight, it's not a no, fun it's no- convo. Like, yeah. It's it's not a conversation to have at work. Yeah. It's like a, a convo to have with with your friend who is also watching the show. Like, first of all, if she wants you to watch the show, she thinks she's selling you on it, but she's just spoiled everything. Like, it's it doesn't make any sense. This <laughs> yeah. this woman seems like she doesn't talk to people <laughs> that much. Is well, I think that doing. might be the case. I think that might be the case. And she uh, has so much stored up like horn dog energy that she doesn't know where to put it. Well, it was funny because she kept saying, I mean, it was it was created and made by women, but and I was like, yeah, aimed at women like you. Like you are completely the person that this is aimed at. And you're trying to pretend you're not, but you are loving it. Just yeah. get into it. Just to make you love it. Just be like, oh my God, check this out. Don't act like you're all scandalized and you can it's so bad that you can't even watch it, but you have to watch it. Just give in. Yeah. I don't believe in guilty pleasures. I just believe yeah. in pleasure. There's no such thing wonder, as like, hate watching. Who those movies, those shows are for. Cause like, yeah. And they're also just like, they're so bad. Like I'll hate watch so them. Bad. But then it will come up in work meetings. People are like, oh, did you see this? Oh, there was another one that was popular last summer. I forget what it was called, but it's like a very problematic storyline. And it came up like, well, I mean, all, all anyone was doing last year was watching TV. And people were like, yeah, did you watch this this weekend? I'm mm-hmm. like, this is a work meeting. Yeah. And that is like basically just porn, which is cool, <laughs> but not for this work meeting. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, that is a really uncomfortable and gross situation to be in. Especially at midnight, like yeah, I mean, I'd feel so okay. trapped. You're so. I trapped. feel like I feel like the moral of this story is this was a very lucky situation because it was me who doesn't particularly get phased by a lot. But you know, I was just like, oh wow, this is funny and ridiculous and totally out of line <laughs> and appropriate. Not like, oh my god, I'm upset and I don't know how to deal with it. Yes. Right. And so mm-hmm. maybe she wouldn't have said it to somebody else, but I think she probably would have, because there, you know, yeah, somebody else who was in that situation who was, you know, I was uncomfortable, but in a hilarious way. Yeah, maybe that could have been uncomfortable in a really not hilarious way. Like it yeah. really, really. And I'm always amazed. You know, I worked for a while for a company that uh, did 
training on respectful workplaces and, you know, anti-harassment, learning how to not harass people and be racist, sexist idiots, because we apparently need to train people on that um, in the workplace. And I'm continually amazed by how many people have no clue about what is appropriate and what's not. And I feel like that kind of training wow. should just be in every single workplace because totally. it really is. You 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 go, wait, did, did you not hear what's been happening for the last, I don't know, decade where we don't do that anymore? Did you miss yeah. that memo? Yeah, I, some people... I once joked around about getting bullied at work by somebody and I had to have a meeting to make sure that he wasn't really bullying me. I was just, I used the word bullying. Right. Uh, I think maybe he ate most of my gluten-free pizza, and then I said that was bullying. Um, no, <laughs> I mean, but, yeah, like everywhere I work takes stuff like that so seriously, but the people slip through the cracks. And also, yeah. you can be very explicit in the in the rules and the reasons. And some people just it's not doesn't apply to them. Like they're not. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. certain industries. I think certain industries haven't haven't caught up yet. Uh, And I think a lot of them are creative industries because they prioritize, you know, not uh, stifling people and their creativity. So we don't want to have rules (laughs) on people. And that's like, oh, that's a good excuse to get out of behaving properly. But But even even just, okay, two things. The assumption that everyone wants to hear about straight sex, the assumption that everyone wants to hear about sex, period. And like, yeah. Also, the fact that she's like, well, I'm a woman talking to a woman. So, like, nothing could be construed as, you know, anything here. Like, but if she were a man, that would be like... Call yeah. call the Absolutely. FBI. Absolutely. And if she had been a man saying that to me, I probably would have responded differently, right? I yeah. probably would have said, yeah. uh, I feel like maybe we should have this conversation another time. Or so, you know, I would I would find a way to stop it probably yeah. probably. And you know, again, it's just all the facets of it of like, okay, I know this isn't okay. I know this is crossing a line. I'm not particularly upset about it. I just think it's hilarious and ridiculous and you're ridiculous, but, uh, and it, and I'll go on a podcast one day and tell this story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that doesn't make it okay to yeah. be clear and you don't know who you're gonna get yeah in this situation yeah. it's me who just is like oh this is not appropriate and funny but no harm no foul let's move on but that isn't gonna be the case all the time yeah. and that the onus is on yeah. people who have uh who are higher in, in the hierarchy and have more power in a job to know what those rules are so but it's so rare that that is the case <laughs> <laughs> absolutely They're anyways the i had a whole clueless of- I had a whole list of uh, other things, which were mostly me getting fired from jobs. And that was one of, one of the, I was like, oh, I'm fired from a lot of jobs. Maybe this is why. Uh, but yeah, so that's, uh, there's my story for today. Wow. So, so weird. So funny. So uncomfortable. No one really should have to it. work overnight in an office either. It's not, it's not, it's hard on you for sure. Yeah, Like that's yeah. taking you away from quality family time. Yeah, well, with Dave and little Dracula. Exactly. Dracula. Yeah. Dracula. Jackie boy. Is it spelled D J A K? Oh, it isn't. Oh. But you know what we should have with the silent D. She just is woofing in the background very gently. I'm not sure if you two will hear it, but it's very cute. I heard oh, one. I heard I one a little gentle Now he's wolf. growling at something. I heard a growl. Yeah. Okay. I think maybe oh, the dog he doesn't like next door is back from her three week vacation. Oh, dog oh. vacation. 
Yeah. She goes to a duck farm. What? Yeah. <laughs> and chases ducks? I think she does in the beginning, but then she gets used to them. Wow. I thought you were kidding at first because I was like, yeah, that would be a dog's dream vacation. Yeah, I asked my neighbor if she could bring me home a duck and jokingly, and she's like, don't joke around. I will bring you home a duck. <gasps> wow. I thought you were saying, like, you know those stories about rich people who hunt humans for sports? Yeah. That's the most dangerous game. Like, like you, yeah. Like yeah. You just go and you're a dog, but you can just hunt ducks. You pay a lot of money. You get the right to hunt one this duck. This is how nefarious vegetarians think uh, eating meat is. I'm like, it's a sport. Like, <laughs> as soon as I said duck farm, I was like, I want to put the words back in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I talk about a dog farm with my vegetarian friend? Um, where farmer man lives. Yeah, maybe. Um, I think that he would just have, he would just steal a duck and then he'd just have a duck best friend. Yeah, a little pet. Farmer man and I come from a long line of people that don't want to know where our food comes from. Um, hmm. Jessica, do you have a something to something with us? I have a retail dream and that was just, I got a weird phone call that woke me up uh, earlier than normal. It was like a 9 a.m. phone call. And yes, I sleep past 9 a.m. often. So good. Good for um, you. <laughs> I'm a Dracula. But because of that, I was able to be the first person to see a post on one of the vintage furniture accounts that I follow. So I was able to purchase something. And it was so fast and so great. And I went and picked it up. And I met the person. And she was great. And she was wearing a mask. And I was wearing a mask. And it, she nice. was like offered to help me carry it to my car and I was like I'm stronger than I look and uh, the end of the moral of the story is it was a retail dream and also now I have a little uh, corner shelf where all my puzzles fit <laughs> oh it's beautiful oh, Jessica oh it's good I like it so 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 dorky but it was so funny because I'd never purchased anything like that before and I was like sold immediately I like messaged her and I said like how much and she was like you know she told me and then she she was very like wanted to make sure I knew like this was a vintage item and it's in vintage condition and she's like I've cleaned off a lot of the like the rest but there's a few spots where the wear and I was like yeah it's from yeah. the 50s like I get it it's <laughs> it's a very it's really old like it's in amazing condition for something that old and she's like okay I'm just gonna like take a video and make sure you know what you're and I was like I love the thoroughness, but I also am sad that like she's probably had, you know, clueless customers in the past who are like, ew, why is there rust on it? Like Exactly. Yeah. She's been dealing with those dumb Craigslist people that Alicia was talking about before. Yeah. But yeah. And then I got to uh, have the fun Tetris experience of figuring out how to make all my puzzle boxes fit on the shelves. It is fun. It's like a puzzle of puzzles. Exactly. So meta. Well, congratulations. That's that great. is a, a score. Thank you. It was quite a dream. And uh, yeah, as part of a greater thing as a whole, I'm trying to clean my apartment like a deep clean because I've almost been here 11 years. And it's like certain things you don't realize. Uh, like how often do you, are you supposed to take the covers off your radiators and clean in there? Ours are painted shot. Yeah. Most of ours are too. But once yeah. you look in there with like a flashlight, oh, it's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. I Here's have, my suggestion. Yeah. Don't look in there with a flashlight. I know. I just have like 
asthma <laughs> and allergies. Oh, and fair, I'm like, fair, fair. Okay. Anything okay. to improve the air quality, I'm going to attempt to do. And I'm also very stubborn. So there's that. Uh, such lovely qualities. But I just, Absolutely. I also like a vacuumed, a deep, deep vacuum of the inside of my couch uh, last night. And oh. oh, the things I found in there. I don't understand how it happens because I will like weekly because usually looking for the remote or something, I will lift up the cushions and be like, what is happening? I feel like there are little gnomes or something Gremlins. in our house that are just eating crackers and, and putting their hands underneath our couch cushions. I don't know who these magical beings are, what kind of crackers they're eating, but it's a mess. I bet they're similar to the crackers you and Michelle have. I'm just guessing. <laughs> that might explain it. You could be on to something here. Hmm. Nope. Definitely gnomes. Definitely gnomes. It's definitely gnomes. And it, sometimes I turn them into a gnome and that gnome is me. It's fine. I mean, I'll get a picture of little Jessica Delisle gnomes putting crackers in my couch. I mean, and I'm pretty I don't close. mind. I'm just several creatures stacked on top of each other. <laughs> wearing a little little dress. Yeah, wearing a little... <laughs> I realize, I think this dress that I'm wearing is the last time I came over to your house, Morgan, I was wearing this too. It's your Morgan dress? It's my. It's like cheetah or like leopard print. Oh, and then I think the, in the kitten room we had le the leopard print sheets yeah. on and you were camouflaged into it. You can't see it, but I'm also wearing matching underwear. Um, but the, I'll take one your word for it. The most confusing things that I found in my couch was a token for like a TTC, like Toronto oh. transit token. And it's like good for one ride. And I was like, do they even still use these? How long has it been? Hmm. Was my couch ever in Toronto? I don't know. <laughs> I like the idea that our furniture just had, you know, when I, I always have, I still have a hard time not believing the idea that, you know, all my toys come to life and party at, in, in, at night. And so maybe they our do. couches do too. Yeah. Yeah. They given, travel. Maybe, they get on a plane and they go to Toronto and they come back and they the take red a bus. Yeah, yeah. They get on the streetcar. They have the ability to get all the way to Toronto, but not to rent a car. Just yeah. <laughs> well, transit. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have hands. Yeah. I don't think this. Oh, how are they getting on a plane? I feel like there's a lot of flaws in this fantasy, but I'm still committed to it. Stick there's to it, stick special. To it. Okay, you guys, I have to tell you one quick other thing because I'm feeling really paranoid now about that story and identifying uh, people. But so I'm just going to tell you this real quick one. And you can cut out whichever one you don't want. This is really quick. We're not we can cut, cut out the out. one that you want us to cut out. Yeah, we're well, not going to choose to cut anything out unless you tell okay, us. Okay, we'll yeah. talk about it after. But I'm going to tell you this real quick. So okay. I had a, uh, I had a, a retail dream slash nightmare all in one depending on who you ask uh it was a friend's birthday the next day and i'm terrible at planning ahead for things like that i'm always like oh shit it's my best friend's birthday tomorrow and i never <laughs> you know whereas one of my best friends rose said to me yesterday so I'm starting to plan for everybody's birthdays. And I'm like, everybody's birthdays? Because she has a chunk of people in her life who all have birthdays at the end of September. And she's already planning. Everyone. I know that's the thing people do, but not I don't. So uh, anyways, I don't do that. I'm not good at that. I wish I were better at that. I have a lot of guilt around not being a better friend, but I'm not. So the night before my friend's birthday, I was like, ah, shit. So I said, oh, I'm going to door dash them Uh brunch tomorrow that's that'll lovely. be a nice oh, thing nice. right i know that's what i thought so made arrangements let them know 
there's a delivery going to be coming to your house tomorrow morning and del- brunch on me. Enjoy. Great. I'm done. I'm a good friend who remembers people's birthdays. Then that night, uh, the wife and I uh, partook of some treats that made us lie very still on the couch and (laughs) then want to eat nachos. So then we were like, let's order nachos on the DoorDash. And I was like, yeah, let me do that. So I ordered a DoorDash and then we were like, oh my God, it's going to be so good. I can't wait for these nachos. And then I was like, oh, your driver is approaching. Amazing. And I'm looking at the app. And then I'm like, what the hell do you mean he's approaching? He's nowhere near our house. What the hell is he doing in Oh, no. (gasps) And I hadn't changed the address after I had sent, I had scheduled the delivery from my friends to get brunch the next day. (laughs) So I was all, you're getting brunch tomorrow. And then I had to phone them at like 10 o'clock at night. They have two little kids. And I had to phone them and go, you're probably sleeping. But can you get up and get the uh, nachos that are on your doorstep <laughs> and enjoy them because I had sent them I had not oh changed the gosh. address so I sent them dinner at 10 o'clock at night and then brunch the next day so now it's the running joke that I uh, will send you two meals I will door dash you two meals every birthday that's that's <laughs> a being it. a good friend yeah I couldn't believe it and so then I had to order another order for us because I'm made of money and just DoorDash people meals. Yeah, yeah you love them. Yeah, of course. How were the nachos? Delicious. Yeah. Yeah. You eventually, them uh, Banditas. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That place is great. You can get a little deconstructed and then you just put it all together and pop it in the oven when it gets home. So it's not all, you know, melted-y. Yeah, it's not love cold. It. <gasps> Lovely. So Anyways, good. good. Speaking of food. Yeah. Morgan. What do you consider to be an acceptable sauce? Acceptable sauces, acceptable sauces. I'm going to show everyone who the boss is. What can stay, what gets tossed. What's an acceptable sauce? good question uh <laughs> what did i call it appropriate sauces appropriate sauces. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's not the segment <laughs> it's not the segment but it, it could be another entirely really totally. hilarious segment um i'm going to answer your question with a different answer that doesn't make sense uh <laughs> i'm going to tell you what i think is an inappropriate sauce okay right? yeah yeah unacceptable unacceptable sauce okay. so my dear friend sarah and i have like three dear friends named sarah so i'm not identifying her um although she'd be proud to have to claim this story uh she cannot she does not like opaque liquid food items okay (laughs) okay so if it's like a condiment or a sauce that you can't see through okay not having it okay not only does she not eat them but she's 
like it's almost like a phobia or something like she just so, cannot deal because it's like what's in there exactly yeah. she's very but she's very worked up about it and she has this kind of attitude as though she's right and everyone else in the world that enjoys such condiments is a monster okay so the majority of the world like 99.9 exactly. percent of the world i love this so i Sarah against I, the sauce right <laughs> And I know this because we were walking downtown one day and all of a sudden she goes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's that guy. We got to cross the street. And she hauled me across the street <laughs> so we don't run into this guy. And I'm like, I don't I don't know what guy this what what guy are we hiding from? She's like, we're not hiding. We're just avoiding him. And I said, well, what? She goes, it's the mustard guy. <laughs> and I'm like, the mustard guy. She's like, I told you the story about the mustard guy. I'm like, I think you'd remember if I told you the story about the mustard guy. So she tells me the story. And she was at a party one night and she met this guy who was super cute and really charming and they got chatting and flirting and blah, blah, blah. And this is many years ago now because she has a long-term boyfriend now. So just so I don't break up their relationship, I will clarify. <laughs> uh, so she's chatting with this guy and things are going really great. And so she says to him, do you want to, you know, go for a walk? Because they were right near the beach. And he was like, yeah. Sure. Flirty, flirty. So they go for a walk and <laughs> they sit down on a log on the beach and things are going really well. And he's an actor. And as we actors do, he thought he was going to impress her with some of his work. And he said, yeah, so I just uh, I just wrapped a uh, French mustard commercial. <laughs> and Sarah snaps. <laughs> No. <laughs> Even the mention of mustard. Imagine because it was a big romantic moment. Oh no. And so she goes, You obviously don't know me at all, or you would know that that will not impress me. <laughs> and then wow. she says, <laughs> she says to him, and I quote, because I messaged her this morning and said, can I tell the story if, if it's relevant? And she said, of course. And she requoted this to me that I'd forgotten about that. She said to him, wrong line, wrong gal, buddy, and walked away from him. Holy shit. Oh, my gosh. Wow. She is so made so uncomfortable, even the mention of mustard. And poor little actor guy was trying to impress her with his commercial yeah. that he booked. And she was like, we're done here. And it's also not like he is a spokesperson for them. Like, he's not, like, got mustard in his pockets. Like, he just... We don't know that, Jessica. We don't know that. I'm going to guess, because I know that generally in commercials, the food is not even real. <laughs> so I'm not thinking they would give him, like, extra mustard. Maybe they paid him a mustard and then he was just going <laughs> to every day, if the, every date that he ever took her on was going to be like, yeah. just, things were going to be smothered in mustard. It's crusty. So weird, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening. I mean, yeah, this sounds like a phobia. It sounds like something like she should go on Maury and they, you know, like. <laughs> Do you remember when Tyra had her show and she tried to help people get over their phobias? Hell. Oh, and she, she wore the fat suit. Remember how brave of her? Oh, that was so brave. No, she has a phobia of dolphins. Huh. So she got in a, in a pool with to dolphins. face her fear. Oh, my God. It was the most hilarious. She was like. <laughs> she was crying. and Sounding like a dolphin. Mom. 
Yeah, that's true. And then there was a woman <laughs> who had a fear of pennies. And oh. so Tyra put a like Louis Vuitton wallet at the bottom of a a fish tank like an aquarium filled with pennies and the woman had to dig down her hand through the pennies if she wanted the wallet and really i cured her destroyed i wouldn't care about a wallet like it's like i know it was so the worst it was the also, worst question for worst. question for clarity question maybe for sarah does she lead with I don't like sauces in conversation yeah. at any point? Because he wouldn't have known that. That kind of thing should be stated up front. Yeah. No, he, that was the ridiculous part. I'm like, how yeah. does like, you can't expect? How would he know? And she He's was still like years reader. later, years later avoiding him. Like he was somehow going to squirt mustard in her eye with one of wow. squeeze bottles. Wow. Do you think it's because she's embarrassed or because she's still mad at him? It's just, oh, I'm 100% still mad. Grossed out and frightened by just the mention of condiments. Wow. Oh, wow. Unacceptable sauce. That is an unacceptable sauce. Yeah. See? Unacceptable and inappropriate. I'm not a fan of a lot of sauces, but I, I do take a lot of joy in seeing people eating the sauces that I don't like because I'm like, someone's using them. Like, Jay likes uh-huh. ranch. I don't like ranch, but like if there's ranch, he'll eat it. It's great. Yeah. Same with ranch mustard. Ranch is good, but it's, I didn't realize ranch was such a, an American. We have, so my wife is American and there's a big American Canadian divide. When I used to waitress and Americans would come into restaurants that I worked at and they would always try to order ranch. We would say, sorry, we don't have ranch. And they would act as though we said, you know, we only serve crab shells here you know what I mean like they whatever they were mortified by that now of course you can get ranch anywhere because I don't know we've been taken over by America free trade agreement that must be what it is melting pot free ranch agreement I love (laughs) I love sauce I will I'm all about the sauce so that's why I chose to tell Sarah's story instead because pretty much every sauce I'm down with you're friends with all sauces I am I'm a lover of sauce and I don't, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed to say it. I just, so my wife was just away for 10 days and I was so excited. I went out and bought so much pasta <laughs> because she, I don't know what her problem is. Pasta is the best thing in the world. When we go, if we're at a restaurant or we're ordering delivery, she's like, I don't want to, like, that's the thing you can make at home. I don't want to order that. But then whenever I'm like, let's make pasta, she's like, mm. So there's no place for it in her world. And I just want to eat it every day. I ate so much pasta. I just ate like pasta every day for 10 days. It's It's like a a a pillow that goes inside of you. It's so comfortable. Yes, it is. That's exactly (laughs) what it is. Jessica, you've nailed it. It's so comforting. It's the ultimate comfort food. (laughs) It is. I love it so much. Jessica, do you have an acceptable or unacceptable sauce? An unacceptable I mean, I do have a lot of unacceptable ones that I Sure, will not. why not? Let's just let's tweak it this week. Like ranch. <laughs> ranch, for example, I would Sour not. Sour cream and garlic. Except. But I mean, I just made pesto, so that's a that's my I love it. So good. Do you put Parmesan in it? I think I've asked you before. Yeah. Um, I usually do walnuts because pine nuts are so expensive and I don't mm. really notice a difference. No, yeah, why not? Uh, pine nuts also, when p- p- pine nuts go bad, p- 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 pine nuts. Uh, <laughs> pine, I have developed a pandemic stutter. Uh, just an FYI, for sure. I thought that was. I thought that was your new uh, Pine Nuts uh, hip-hop track. Yeah, you're the hype man for Pine Nuts. I started rapping. 
I'm quite lost right now creatively. Um, <laughs> pine nuts, when they go bad, they go so bad. Yeah. And they go yeah. bad so quickly. So I've had a bag of walnuts from Costco. I did a, a sweep of my cupboards this morning just to see like what I needed, if anything was close to expiring. And I've had this bag of walnuts. And I was like, I bet those have gone off. They haven't. It's been like two years. They're still fine. The thing that I learned recently, and I learned it during the first heat wave we went through, is that you're not supposed to keep all nuts in the cupboard. Someone was mm, like, if you have yeah. like raw nuts, keep them in the fridge. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, because of the fats. And it makes sense. Like, I don't, I go through them so fast, they never turn rancid. Like, I, I have yeah. a schedule that I buy all my various nuts at. Um, <laughs> you have a nut spreadsheet that you yeah, keep track of everything. I do. And like, whenever Jay and I are going out and we're going to be out for a while. I'll always just like pack a little bag of mixed nuts because it's like the perfect little protein boost if you're getting hungry, but you don't want to like stop and get a meal. Just have a little <laughs> handful of nuts and it'll tide you over. Like if we're going for a walk, if it's like a really far walk, I'm like, I just got a little bag of nuts. That's um, really smart. But now yeah. like they're all in my fridge and it's they're all like in a row, mm -hmm. all my different various jars of nuts. Uh, I like it cleared up a lot of space in my in my cupboard in my pantry and now you have no room in your fridge because it's just a nut fridge it's the nut zone i like it i also love i think maybe one of my favorite sauces the most acceptable sauce is green goddess mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is really can be anything yeah uh, and i i want to get uh into making that and i know that Acceptable sauces is really more about like what's the bare minimum. But I, I like a sauce that can be, you know, oh, you got some extra cilantro stems, put it in there. I love a cilantro pesto. I don't oh, know yeah. if it's called something else when it's cilantro, but eh, you can make it with garlic scapes. Like pesto is really. Mm. So, oh, pesto is like the process? I, I think, well, I think about it's mainly the, the garlic that is like, mm. as long as it's got that garlic in there, baby, you got a pesto. <laughs> Have you guys tried yum sauce? What's that? No, but I feel like I know what it is. Yeah, it's like some famous thing from a restaurant and they have it at this restaurant and then it became a, you know, it swept the internet. It just um, sounds like a euphemism for... I know, it does sound like it's not that. Yeah. Maybe sugar, butter, paprika, ketchup, rice vinegar, garlic powder, and onion powder, and yeah, mirin. I'm I make a vegan one, which is like chickpeas, nutritional yeast, almonds, lemon juice, that kind of business. So, um, but yeah, that is Michelle doesn't like it, but I do, which just shows to go. Yeah, you know, I'm intrigued. Uh, I'm gonna write it yeah. down. Yum, yum sauce. sauce. Look it up. Get it. Get it. Get into it. Be about it. Do you want to hear get, about my unacceptable sauce? Oh, yes, yeah. please. So my acceptable sauce is liquid smoke. Oh, yeah. Um, I just bought a bottle today because I'm going to really jazz up my tofu. with Nice. Some. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's my new acceptable sauce. Yeah. Make you just need a couple of drops. Smoked tofu. Bada bing, bada bing. I love it. Now, you won't eat it because you can't do the gluten, but I make a seitan uh, steak you could also cut it thin for strips, et cetera, that has liquid smoke in it and other and so good. So good. Nice. So vegan or meaty. I could do it with tempeh, probably. Yeah, for okay. sure. Should we move on to Puppo of the Week? Yeah. Puppo of the week. 
So Morgan, you hinted at the beginning, you got a new puppo since you were last on the show. You mentioned he has the greatest name I've ever heard. And he's a great little dude. So you will remember uh, uh, when I was have been on the show previously, I've talked about our beautiful dog Bunbury, who unfortunately we lost last uh, July. Um, So it's been a year and it was very devastating and we miss him unbelievably he was the best dog in the whole world forever and ever uh end of list but uh in like february we thought you know maybe we're ready to uh have another puppo join our family so we kind of put it out there and of course it was in the pandemic so there was no dogs to be had with any of the rescues because everybody was adopting them yeah uh, which was great except many of them are coming back now which is a whole other conversation but and then it just so happened it was like a uh, connection with Vokra with the cat rescue and, uh, you know, someone that volunteers there knew someone that blah, blah, blah. And yeah, they were like, uh, I just got a call from them saying we have a dog for you. <laughs> and, you know, we went from uh, doing all these applications and being turned down everywhere because nowhere I was available to just walking in and then being like, here's his leash. Bye. Wow. Um, yeah. That's great. It was, a, it was a strange situation, but it was clearly meant to be. And we just said, we said to ourselves, when the time is right, Bunbury will send us the right little puppo to be a new family member, and we'll just <laughs> trust that. And so we decided that, uh, okay, well, we heard your buns. And so we went and met this little guy, and he is really ridiculous. And he did have a name. He's four years old, and so we already had a name, but we thought, you know what? He's He didn't have a best life uh, leading up to coming to our family. So we were going to give him a new start and a new name. So we named him Clem Fandango. And uh, he's the best. And yes, we do all the time say, yes, I can hear you, Clem Fandango, <laughs> when he is whining or barking or whatever. Oh, and perfect. people love to say it. Uh, and he is a real great little guy. He's got his issues, uh, as we all do. But he's a real cutie and he's real fun. And he's really brought a lot of joy to our lives. He's no Bunbury, but he is so unique in his own ways that it does doesn't feel I was really worried that I'd we'd feel like we'd replaced buns you know what I mean mm. um and I f- kind of feel guilty about it because I, f- I definitely felt like I will never love again I will never love another dog ever again uh so but he's so different and he's so unique and silly and sweet in his own silly way that it doesn't feel like that it just feels like Thanks for sending this little weirdo our way, Buns. Yeah, we can't have any normal pets. We can't have pets that are just like, I like to do normal dog things. Uh, we always got to have the the pets that are like, yeah, don't touch me in this certain spot or I will bite you. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> I will bark nonstop if I, you know, get too excited. So he's got his things. We've all been bit. <laughs> he's been his dog sitter a couple of times, but luckily she's just like, yeah. It was my own fault, and he's in, he's had a hard life. <laughs> so yeah. we're really lucky that she's not, uh, you know, taking us to court. And he's really great, and we really love him. And he gets he's about the same size, just slightly bigger than uh, most of the cats. Uh, about the same size as Billy P, who is enormous. Uh, so he gets along pretty good with all the cats. We just started going to the dog park, which was a thing Bunbury couldn't do. So that's exciting for everybody concerned. Uh, yeah. He's pretty great, that Clem Fandango. I, Congratulations. Yeah. I hope Thank I get you. to meet him one day. 
I hope you do too. In he will bark and life. bark and bark at you, and then he'll come down, and then he'll be your best friend. That's how he rolls. It's how it goes. I, I get it. He's a a pug, Jack Russell. We've been oh, told. Boy. I know. Well, and that's the thing. So Buns was, we figured a bulldog Jack Russell. And we were like, we would never choose to get a dog with a Jack Russell mix. And now we've done it twice in a row. So <laughs> yeah, choose he's, you. he's insane. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. I love seeing him on the internet. He's yeah, very so cute. cute. And also just excellent name choice. I know I already said it, but like, it's great. It makes me so happy whenever I think of that name it's the perfect name because if people don't get the reference they still think it just sounds like exactly. a funny name and they like it and it's a joyful kind of name but if you are have you have seen toast of london it's a reference to a character on toast of london that makes us laugh so much and so it yeah it's just one of those names that brings you joy no matter what and i like naming things yeah and you're good at it i think Thank you. the yeah, character me too. I like grief <laughs> <laughs> Name it. Loneliness. Identify it. The character Clem Fandango, I think, has been a pup of the week in the past on the oh, show. Oh, perfect. One of my puppos of the week when he wears the shirt that just has the hole cut out around his nipple. Oh, my God. That's right. He has it. been. Yeah. So perfect. His outfits just get more and more bananas as the series goes on. And I love it so much. And that actor was also like such a serious guy on Star Trek. So I knew him yes. as that. And then I was like, what? Like it what? blew my mind. Oh, so <laughs> great. So Love great. Uh, Alicia, who is your puppo? My puppo is Hank. Um, I love him so much. And uh, he is the best. How about you? Uh, I have three puppos. Okay. Four, four. Okay, four. One is Lorna, my mother, who I got to see IRL, uh, like in her home. I went to Langley to, to see her and to meet her new cat, for the first time, Smokey, who is an eight-year-old uh, fluffy little cloud, who's so lovely, mm-hmm. um, just like the sweetest guy. It's like he's moving in slow motion, and it's like he's just so relaxed and so friendly, and he follows you around. Uh, and then my other puppos are Morgan and Michelle, who were very helpful when Lorna first adopted Smokey because he was having some litter issues and they're moving into his new home. And uh, my mom's husband was, you know, not as patient as Lorna was being. And like, they weren't sure the right way to handle it. Cause he's always had cats that are, he hasn't had any issues like that. So he's like, there's something wrong with this cat. And it's like, you just got to sort of think like the cat and figure out where the cat is coming from. So Morgan and Michelle were very helpful. They sent me a lot of helpful information that I was able to forward on to Lorna and her husband, and it helped them fix the problem. And there haven't been any issues since. And it's just like the cutest addition to their little family. I love it so much. So thank you very much for that. You're most welcome. And I'm thrilled to hear that. Yay. Yeah. So this is it. This is the end of the podcast. Um, Morgan, if people want to follow you online, if they want to soak up you in other ways. I don't know. That makes sense. How that they sounds that? like a, an uh, unacceptable sauce. Yeah. Um, soaking me up. Uh, you know, it's mostly uh, pictures of cats and me fighting fighting with anti-vaxxers but you can follow me online my socials are all uh at morgan brayton my website is morganbrayton.com is woefully out of date but you can look at past stuff and <laughs> then maybe i'll get some new stuff and then maybe i'll update it i don't know 
Yeah. Sounds great. We'll see. Um, if people want to follow me, they can just uh, follow me on uh, www.howtointerruptjessica.com. Um, <laughs> how about you, Jessica? I will plug uh, our Patreon. We just put out the fifth volume of our soundtrack where you can get theme songs, uh, original music that has been on the show. Sometimes the music is really good and weird and it's only been on one time. So if you don't want to just go back and find that episode, but you get that song stuck in your head, this is how you get it. Uh, mm. So that's patreon.com slash retail nightmares. There's a lot of other cool stuff on there. And if you want to buy a tote bag, you can go to retailnightmares.bigcartel.com and I will mail one to you. So sweet. Uh, well, this has been Retail Nightmares Podcast. Morgan, please come back sooner than later. I know yeah, you have a list of all. stories to tell us. We miss you. Yeah. In real life. Um, maybe Jessica and I can bike be... up to meet the new dog. And Jay. You are most welcome. Come on over. Hang out in the backyard. We're very blessed to have an outdoor <laughs> yeah. space. Inviting us so over. You're invited. You're invited. Yeah. Come on and by. Obviously, you and Michelle are welcome to come by my backyard and hang out with Hank. Do you know what I do every time I drive past because I have your where you live and then a couple blocks down where some other friends of mine live. So I drive down your street and I say, hi, Rowan, Lori, I love you. And then like the next buck I go, hi, Leishi, I love you as I drive oh, by. So maybe if you I ever feel just it. warm and fuzzy for no reason, it's probably Sometimes. just on the street. That is lovely. Oh, that's wonderful. It's been so long since I've been to your house and going to your house is like an event. Like it's such yeah. a wonderful house uh, and it's a house. So that it's in and of itself house. is kind of yeah. unique. Well, and for the, because of the pandemic, we were like, well, I guess we're going to be home a lot. So we basically turned our backyard into like this paradise. We have a, a screen, like a movie screen and a projector so we can watch movies in the yard and made like this bench thing that you can lie on. And like, it, yeah, we just, we got a heater out so there. Good. So yeah, come Amazing. on over, come on over. That yeah, wasn't. You don't have to invite us twice. To Jessica and Alicia, I feel like I just invited yeah. all of your listeners, who I'm sure are lovely, but are not, not you guys. Just yeah. us, okay? We'll take it slow. Just to um, clarify. Speaking of listeners, we are thinking about you. We love you. You take care. You Mwah. be safe out there. Mwah. Bye. Mwah. Bye. 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 Bye